Welcome to Tarati Mecha Nachiomi with the OU Initiative. My name is Marcy Stern, and today we will be studying Hosea, Perakid Bet, Chapter 12. In Perakid Aleph, Chapter 11, the Navi poignantly describes Hashem's love for Bnei Yisrael, which already began in Mitzrayim. Kinar Yisrael, he describes how through his leader Moshe, he guided and instruction, instructed the nation through the first steps, gently and lovingly as a father carries and guides his son. Despite their youthful training, however, the nation do not respond to Hashem's call. They are summoned upward to return to Hashem by the Nevim, but they have no one who, who lifts their voice to praise Hashem. Instead of continuing with a description of the imminent punishment, though, the Navi tells us of how Midas HaRachamim, the attribute of mercy, will eventually overpower the deserved Midas HaDin, that of judgment, and Hashem's mercy will prevail. In the end, Hashem they will go after Hashem, they will go after Hashem as a lion roars, responding to the call of Hashem in Galut to do tshuva. B'nai Yisrael will return from exile, katsipor mimitzrayim v'chayonami eretz ashur, like a bird from Egypt and like a dove from the land of Assyria. And then they will be resettled in their ancestral homes to be reunited with their father. In Paragud Beth, the Navi returns to the theme of the sins Yisrael is guilty of while differentiating between the serious mores of Seres uh, Hashvatin, the ten tribes, and the fidelity, at least at this point, of Malchus Yehuda, the kingdom of Judah. Within the parak, the Navi alternates between the rebuke, the Musr he gives, and the encouragement. Pasukalaf. Svavuni Yisrael. Ephraim has surrounded me with falsehood, idolatry, and the sit and the house of Yisrael with deceit. imkel, Yehuda rules, yet with the fear of God, Rashi says. They are faithful to Hashem and do as Avoda, the Radak explains. This speaks of the time when the nation split in two and Yehuda remained committed to Hashem, Radak says, or as the Malbim um, opines, that the era of Chizkiyahu is being described, who led the nation at a period of great spiritual renewal. The word to emphasize in this first pasuk is Ne'eman, ve'im kedoshim ne'eman, Yehuda was faithful to Hashem. From the very beginning of Sefer Hosea, we heard of the major objection Hashem had with Ephraim, their unfaithfulness to him. They're acting like a prostitute who goes from man to man. So too Yisrael went from God to God, nation to nation. Ramosha Lichtenstein explains in his Sefer Tivei Nevuah that there are two types of zonos, immoral women. The woman who is married and then begins an ongoing relationship with another man. This would be called a sota, or a woman who goes from one relationship to another, always looking in each case for what she can personally gain at the moment. In the Chomish, that would be called a Kadesha. B'nai Yisrael here were of the second kind. They lacked the ability to have nemanut, faithfulness to anyone or anything. That is the antithesis of the type of relationship that Hashem seeks with us. As he said, 
at the end of Perak Beis of Hosea, and I betrothed myself to thee with faithfulness. Perak Beis, he explains this unfaithfulness. Ephraim ro'eh ruach, v'rodev kadim kol hayot. Rashi explains that he embraces the empty winds of Avodah Zarah, which are devoid of all depth and substance. Ubrit im ashur yichrotu v'shemen lemitzrayim yuval. And they make an alliance with Ashur, and they send oil to Mitzrayim, Egypt. When they are in trouble, they make a breed with Ashur to help them and send oil to Mitzrayim as a bribe to get aid from them. They flit from one country to another to get what they need, forgetting that Hashem is the real source. To make the point, now the Navi brings numerous references to Yaakov Avinu at various times of his life, making it clear to us why, by the way, um, Sukim Aleph through Yudbeis of Perak Yudbeis are part of the Haftorah of Parshas Vayetze, according to the Sfaradim, or Psukim Yud Gimel through Tedvav of Perak Yudbet are part of the Haftorah of Parshas Vayetze, according to the Ashkenazim. Pasuk Dalit, Babeten Akav et Achiv, in the womb, he, Yaakov, seized his brother, Esav's heel. Radak explains that his appella is a total wonder that a child within his mother's womb has the power in his hand to grab onto the heel of a twin. Zopliagdola, this is an unbelievable wonder, says the Radak. The Zot Asiti Ani Liot Laot Levanav Acharav Kibasof Yishlatu Beneya Kobivne Esav. I do this in order to make a sign not only for Yaakov, but for all his children afterwards, that they will rule over the children of Esav. They have the power, if they listen to Hashem, to rule over the Goyim. They needn't run to Goyim in order to worry about getting power. The Pasu goes on. Uva ono sora et elokim. And with his strength, Yaakov struggled with the angel of Hashem, meaning the Tsar, the officer of Esav, the Malach of Esav. And Radak says the same thing. Again, in this idea, in this event that uh, Yaakov fought with the angel of, of uh, Esav and won, what do we learn from here? Another oath, another sign for him and his children. Kinatati lo koach lehiyavek im hamalach. He had the power to fight with this malach, with this angel, and I show this to him and his sons. Kibanav yiyuchelak Hashem levado that we as the Jewish people have a portion in Hashem only. Shalo yishlatu bahem kochav malach that there is no star, there is no sun or moon or anything above, no angel that has power over us. Only Hashem. And so the destiny of B'nai Yisrael is to trust in Hashem, to be faithful to him and follow his ways. Then they will not have to fear any other power. Asher Mitzrayim cannot save them, nor the Avodah Zarah, only Hashem. Ma'aseh Avot, 
Siman Lampanim, that which happened to our forefathers is a sign of that which happens to us. Since Hashem has let us know of the strength bestowed on B'nai Israel through the events of Yaakov at his birth and when he fought with the Tsar of Esav, the Navi implores them in Pasuk Zion, Va'ata be'lokecha tashuv, chesed u'mishpat shmor, Return to your Hashem. Do chesed and mishpat. Practice benevolence and justice. V'kavei el elokecha tamid. Place your faith in Hashem always and not in the Avodah and the nations. But the back and forth struggle continues in the parak. Their corruption and dishonesty at the time is highlighted. Pasukhet. Kanan biadomas name your ma la'ashok ahave. But he is instead a traitor with the scales of deceit in his hands, who loves to cheat and does not want to do chesed and mishpat, the essential ingredients desired for, by Hashem for our Yeshua, our, our salvation. Pasuk tet vayomer Ephraim. And what does Ephraim say? Ashartim matzati only. Indeed, I have become rich. I have found power for myself. In all my toil, thou will not find for me any iniquity that contends sin. Not only do they cheat with measures and weights in business, but they claim that, that they became rich through their own prowess, with Hashem having nothing to do with it. It's the same sin that's mentioned in Devar and Perachet, Kochiva, Otsem Yadi, Asaliya Tachayalazet. My power, it's my strength that have given me this success. And thirdly, Mitzvah notes, they don't think that Hashem even sees that they are playing with their scales. They think they can hide from Hashem. So that's the, it's Averos Ben Adam Lachavero, that they cheat their friends, but also an Avera Ben Adam on both fronts, they are sinning. Hashem responds to their words, Pasuk Yud, Rashi explains, just as I discerned between a drop of semen that brought forth a firstborn and one that did not, referring to Makas Becharis, the uh, killing of the first child at the tenth of the Makos in Mitzrayim. So, Two, will I now discern between t- those that rob B'nai Yisrael through false weights and those that do not, and I will punish them. Mitzudas gives it a more global meaning. I'm Hashem your God since I took you out of Mitzrayim. I alone am the one who sends goodness down on you. Through my unique Hashkacha Pratis, through this special relationship we have that only B'nai Yisrael and, and us, excuse me, and Hashem have this personal supervision. I, del- I delivered you with miracles. I fed you in the desert. I housed you there. And so I shall do again when you shall return to me. I will return you from exile. Od and I too will house you in tents. Pasukir Aleph, Vidibarti al Hanavim, Vanochi Chazon Hirbeti, Uviyad Hanavim Adame. What more can I do? What more can I could I have done for you that I have not done? 
so you wouldn't forget me. I spoke constantly to Naveem to warn you, and I added prophecies and visions that were conveyed through allegories and metaphors so as to enhance your willingness to listen. As Matsuda said, Hashem wanted the Nevuos, the prophecies, to be mekubal al to be able to be accepted into their hearts. Again, the Navi returns to recount a part of the life of Yaakov Avinu. Pasuk Yud, Vayivrach Yaakov stay Aram, Vayavod Yisrael b'isha, uvisha shamar. Yaakov fled from Asaph to the fields of Aram, the house of Lavan, and Yisrael worked for seven hard years to be able to marry Rachel. And for an additional seven years, he guarded the sheep of Lavan. Hashem watched and guarded Yaakov, Shamar, he guarded them the entire time and raised him from poverty to prosperity, while even under these dire straits. Pasuk Yudalit, Uvanavi Allah Hashem et Yisrael Mimitzrayim, Uvanavi Nishmar. And by a prophet, Hashem brought Yisrael up from Mitzrayim, Moshe. And through a prophet, they were safeguarded, just as by Yaakov. Hashem continued to do chesed with the sons of Yaakov, as he did for Yaakov, by sending Moshe to take B'nai Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. Berchush Gadol, with great riches. Then for 40 years, Moshe, the Navi, guarded them in the desert where he supplied all their needs. You don't remember all the goodness I did for you. You don't recognize all the times I watched over you. I see your deeds. I see your lack of hakaras tov. Pasuk tetvav, hichis Ephraim tamrurim. You have angered Hashem bitterly, Ephraim, v'cherpato yashivlo adanav. Hashem remains their master even if they don't recognize him, and Hashem will repay them for spurning him. It's extraordinarily interesting to note that there are very few times in Nach that, that the lives and experiences of the Avos and Imahos are mentioned explicitly. As Rav Moshe Lichtenstein notes, he suggests that the life of Yaakov is chosen in this particular case because it is connected to the main theme of Hosea, that being Nemanut, faithfulness. Yaakov worked seven long, hard years in Aram for Lavan in order to marry Rachel, only to be tricked by Lavan into marrying Leah. Committed and faithful to his work and his word, he works an addition seven years after being allowed to marry Rachel. Lavan represents the mirma, the deception of Ephraim, that is painted so vividly in the parak. Yaakov is the Ishneeman whose traits all of B'nai Israel are implored to follow. Faithfulness to Hashem, just as Hashem vows faithfulness to us. Thank you for studying together Le'iloi Nishmas Riva Schwab, Rivka Bas, Alexander Sender.